the grand finale We coming through with the Madden family And only the baddest athletes gonna survive When you see four or five of my guys Piling up on top of you in front of your eyes Feel the impact, dual shock starts to kick back And yo, it's Madden 2001 You need to get that And feel like you in the game playing for real It's like royalty, so nil It's like hot one, hot two NFL fans, welcome to another edition of This Week in the NFL here on the North-South Connection Podcast Network. I am your co-host, the Cowboy, joined by the, uh, these guys never miss a week, three-man booth, John and Senior. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to our listeners. Happy New Year to you guys. I hope the New Year went well. I'm sure it did. And... This is, you know, week 18, and a whole bunch of stuff is still up in the air. So a lot of times week 18 can only have, we'll only have one or two games that have any meaning. We have more than that this year, so we should be thankful for that. Um, just right off the bat, one of the teams that's on a real hot streak here is uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Went to, you know, we're, we're heavily, heavily derided by Senior on the show. Gave them some bulletin board material, called him Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer on Christmas, and now that guy has won the starting job. Kenny Pickett no longer the starter for Pittsburgh. They are, you know, Tomlin does have another another winning season, and they're fighting for the playoffs. Senior, as is customary lately, I'm going to just turn it over to you, let you get, get your Steelers thoughts out of the way early, and then we can move into the rest of the league. Uh, just give me a second to put down my barf bag. No. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, they, no, they did it again, and you know, I, I'm go, I'm going to say a few things about what I really believe. I still, obviously, still don't believe in that freaking team. If Rudolph was this good, I mean, he really has been really good for two weeks. What the heck has he been doing on the bench? None of it makes sense. When you went to when you turned, it's bad enough you were playing Pickett, who isn't any good. But then you turned to Trubisky, which is worse. And this guy's playing really good football for two games. Seems crazy. So I'm going to tell you right now that is an aberration, and that isn't going to keep up. And them getting all of a sudden Najee Harris getting rolling the last two weeks. That's aberration number two. They do have a decent defense, but that offense is garbage. And garbage is going to go back to garbage. These, uh, you, you know, sometimes you'll see a guy like, like what the reindeer's doing now, and it, you can't leave them in there that long because they become exposed for who they really are. And I think it's going to happen fast. And they get the break of play of the Ravens this week, who have everything clinched, and people. I'm, I'm hearing some of the talking heads saying, "Well, you know, there's this is a rivalry, so." Harbaugh's going to try and win the game. Baloney, I mean, you're going to try and win the game. You don't announce that you're starting Tyler Huntley at quarterback, right? I mean, they're going to do the right thing. And I don't blame the Ravens at all. But for the Steelers to get in, they not only have to beat the Ravens, which they should, they need either Jacksonville to lose or Buffalo to lose. And there's a good chance that neither of those things happen. And you know, I had no real rooting interest in either of those games, but now I'm going to because I don't, I do not want to watch the playoffs, and I love watching the NFL playoffs and have to see the freaking Steelers. I think I'll be sick. So, I'm really hoping I don't have to see them. But 
you're going to hear it here first. And this is a year ahead, major prediction. You know, you hear these guys make these predictions and call them lock of the day, lock of the week. This is lock of the decade. You're hearing it here first on This Week in the NFL. In 2024-25, next season, the Tomlin 500 streak ends. <laughs> already already looking to next season. So I, I guess, John, Senior's going to double down on, on the anti-Pittsburgh stuff. We wouldn't no. have it any other way. John, as, as our resident expert, yeah. are those, did, did Senior get that right as far as um, Pittsburgh playoff scenarios? Win yeah. Plus yeah. a loss by either Buffalo or Jacksonville. That is, yep. Yeah, that, that's correct. Uh, and, and then uh, so the Houston Indy game has no bearing on the Steelers. Nah, Houston Indy, uh, the winner of that is in, and uh, and if Jacksonville loses, uh, the winner of that goes to the division, so gets the gets the division, and and uh, and if Jacksonville wins, then uh, the winner of that gets the uh, wild card. Got it. I think they both beat the Steelers, uh, so they got that tiebreaker. So, so yeah, Jackson, they, Jackson, them, Jacksonville both, wins, yeah. and they win the division. Yeah. Jacksonville loses, and they're more than likely out of the playoffs, is yeah. what it sounds like, right? Because oh, yeah. they would need. They would need if they lose, they would need a Steelers loss as well in order to make it. And I think some others too. Uh, yeah. yeah, got it. A rough scenario. Yeah. Got it. Got it. And you know they're going to Tennessee. You know Vrabel is going to have that team playing with pride. He announced today the veteran Tannehill will be starting. Has not been great this year, but they do still have Derrick Henry and um and a prideful team and. You know, a lot of times in, in these games, like this becomes kind of the Super Bowl for these teams, right? Like I know that the fans a lot of times root for them to lose, but the teams knocking out the Jaguars would probably feel real nice to the uh, to the Titans. Um, senior, the one the one thing I'll push back on is Baltimore. So this is the team that had that ridic- ridiculous preseason winning streak. Right. What, what is it? Twenty, twenty something preseason games in a row. Also meaningless. But they cared a lot about that streak. If you remember, they they uh, they did some stuff at the end of a preseason game. Right. To make sure that the, to, to try to keep the streak alive. And this is a heated rivalry. So, I mean, the roster is only so big, senior. You're going to have some real players for the Ravens out there. It might not be Lamar Jackson, but Tyler Huntley, capable backup. Dalvin Cook, they're going to probably want to get him some reps. They brought him in this week. Um, and this is the Steelers. So you don't think there's any way Baltimore, you know, it's in Baltimore, too. You don't think there's any way Baltimore beats them? No, I'd be very surprised. But, you know, it, it would be really cool. That would be the ultimate choke to go and lose to a team that's playing for nothing, who bench, who bench, who's. I'm sure benching a lot of other players, including the, the guy that's going to be the NFL MVP this year. So it would be a sweet thing, but I'd be surprised. I mean, if the if if the, the Steelers will, will play hard, I mean, I know they could choke. It would be sweet, but I don't see it. All right, I don't know. I don't know. I, I might see it. I mean. Jackson- 
the Jacksonville Tennessee game is is an interesting one. I agree. You know, Vrabel has have his team up. He uh, he went on that rant about how losing, how much he hates losing, and he means that about how awful losing in the NFL is after last week's game. But his, and it looks like there's a good chance Lawrence is like 50-50 at best. It's going to go right down to game time. And if he does play far from 100%, my hope in pulling for the Jags in that game, for obvious reasons that I want them to win, is that <laughs> is that their defense carries the day. I kind of, I kind of think, I kind of believe in the Jags' defense. They that, did shut out the Panthers last week. Yeah, well, that's not no great accomplishment, but it is, <laughs> it is a shutout. Uh, yeah, I hope Josh Allen and the boys get the job done, because it's very possible that I don't th- think Jacksonville's going to score forty points or anything. You know, probably a low-scoring game, especially with Lawrence hurting. So. Jacksonville wins that the defense carries the day, a low scoring victory. I mean, I hope you're right that the Steelers lose. That would be awesome. Yeah, I don't I didn't go so far as to pick it, but um and no 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 pun intended no. there. We really ought to pick them. Okay, I'll start with the pick on that game. I'm picking the Steelers. Go ahead, He's guys. He's, he's, um, I don't know if the mush works, if it's disingenuous. <laughs> That's right. You can't do it on purpose. It has to, uh, it has to happen naturally. Like, like, um, one of, one of, one of our listeners, one of our listeners, uh, posted this week that we mushed Baker and we did, we did. That's the worst that team's played in, in weeks. They played horrible. Oh, and, <laughs> um, so Pittsburgh at Baltimore, Jacksonville at Tennessee, other games with meaning in the AFC, right? We have obviously Buffalo at Miami Sunday night, which could be super intriguing, right? It's if, if, if coming into that game, who is it? If Pittsburgh and and Jacksonville, Pittsburgh and Jacksonville have both won Buffalo is in a situation where they're either going to win the division or go home. That's crazy. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, two seed, And then, two. Se- and then senior in that game, like that puts you in a quandary, right? As a guy who likes football, you probably yeah, yeah. want Buffalo in the playoffs, right? But the in that scenario, the only way they get in, right? Do the Steelers get in as well? Or do I have it the other way around? No, 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 no. If, no, that's... if Buffalo and Jacksonville win, then. Right, Steelers so that's out. it. That's it, right? So... So, that. so senior would be rooting for a Buffalo victory. Never ah, mind. Ro- rooting for a division rival. That's uh, that, that's really extreme. Yeah, well, they're both division rivals. <laughs> Conference <laughs> rival, division rival. In all honesty, if you really look at that game, I know Buffalo hasn't played great the last two weeks after they were on that roll, but they did win. But I think Miami's too beat up. Just, their defense is just battered. The, the, the Bradley Chubb injury was the – was the last straw, I think, for that defense. I, I just think they're too beat up. <laughs> so I really think Buffalo is going to win the game. You never, I mean, you just don't know what Buffalo team's going to show up. It's an impossible. I feel like it's it's anyone who predicts this game. It's you're you're, you're flipping a coin, it's Russian roulette. You don't know if the Buffalo team that shows up that almost Easton stick and. 
And I mean, that's a much worse defense than even this version of Miami. They could barely, they couldn't put up points against them. And then Buffalo played bad last week against the Patriots. Like the Patriots should have won that game. And the Patriots turned the ball over, what, three, four times in the first half uh-huh. and we're still in the game. Like if the, like the that turn, Buffalo yeah, team yeah. shows up, I mean, you're telling me Miami can't, can't put up 28 points and win that game? Come on. Okay, I'm not saying can't, but if you tell me I have to pick the game, I have to pick Buffalo. And the, the big reason, biggest reason is that Miami's just so beat up. They're just so injured. I know, yeah, uh, I mean, Buffalo's whole defense, right? I mean, how think of how many guys they've lost on defense. It could be, I mean, I think the thing that you point to is that Buffalo just waxed them the last time they played. And Buffalo does it seem to play to the level of their competition and they play better. It seems like against better teams. Um, so I, I agree they, they probably win, but it wouldn't surprise me at all. So if Miami comes thing, Miami, Miami is, I mean, everybody in the NFL likes to be home, but Miami's much, much, much better at home than they are on the road. Kind of similar to the Cowboys. They have trouble on the road. But they're good at home, and there's there's this theory. Well, Steve, it's Stephen A. Smith's theory as to why Miami's so good at home is because the other teams come down to South Beach and they're distracted. The, the night's prior. Yeah, I to mean, the you would hope you would hope for this game. The Bills aren't out partying the night before South Beach. Yeah, you know, all that Stephen A. He's he's he's. Pointing to the fact that you know all the hot women in South Beach. Oh, no, oh yeah, no, I got it. I had, I, I understood it, senior. Yeah, these guys are twenty-some <laughs> year old guys, you know. <laughs> he, he was uh, he was he was going back to the old to uh, when it was uh, OKC in the Heat, and uh, o- OKC took the first game, and they got to split, then they went to Miami, and uh, uh, James Harden. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Harden's kind of James, a James outlier. Trina. Yeah, Trina put it on James Harden. And, <laughs> Those three games, uh, you could tell his he didn't have the legs. Uh, he was uh, <laughs> he was doing some stuff. <laughs> I mean, Harden's a guy who literally, Beach, literally has his jersey hanging up in a Houston <laughs> gentleman's club. From what he, but, I mean, they literally hung up his jersey. They retired his jersey. So I mean, I I I would hope that that's a non-factor in the game senior. But I mean, if you think that is a factor, you got to go Miami because Buffalo needs to be at their best. Yeah, that's the last game of the day. So, you know, how much is weighing on it's going to depend on what happens before. But at the very least, the division title weighs on it. So, so it's right. a, it's a game. But, uh, so let's, also, let's pick the... Yeah, also the desperation factor because Miami, even though in the back pocket, you know, you know, you know they want their, their home field, but they're, they're in no matter what. And and they're both playing next week, so it's not like they're, they're, there's a buy on the line. So Buffalo's going to have, especially if those other games go 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 that way, Buffalo's going to have that real desperation of, you know, there's, there's a chance they could go home or or, or they could get the, the two seed. Where, where Miami, they, they could always fall back and say, hey, you know, we're, you know, worst comes to worst, they still get the wild card. And they, even though they're not good on the road, they still they still they'll still be in it. So I'm uh, going to give it to I'm going to give it to Buffalo on the desperation factor. Yeah, I went by the injury factor, but yeah, that desperation factor is an interesting thing, John, because it it could also become the pressure, the pressure sure. factor, the sure. work the other way. So especially Allen, uh, yeah. You know, now, it, if it could be if, the ball. if the Steelers or Jacksonville lose, 
the game then becomes only for the division. division both team, both teams are in sure. the game. The game is for the division, and the loser is the um, wild card. Yeah. Right. So difference there. It'll be. It would be more fun if Pittsburgh and Jacksonville both win. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you want to see that desperation. Possible. But you these want... are two teams that I don't trust. Pittsburgh and Jacksonville. I think one of them's going to lose. I don't know which one. <laughs> I do too. I think Jacksonville. Uh, I, I think the Titans. It might be Ray, Brable's last game. Uh, the, the, they're gonna be spoiler. I think it's, in Tennessee it's a tough spot. Jacksonville. Lawrence banged up. I, I, I think the Titans are gonna gonna take it. Great job. Great great segue, John. Let's do so. Let's do some picking here. So the the oh, and then let's pick Houston Indy, and we can talk about that one as well. So those are really the four games in the AFC that mean anything, right? So. We're going to go in order. We're going to start Saturday, 4.30. John, the seniors already on record. Steelers over the Ravens. Yourself? Uh, I'm going to go with the Steelers. Uh, but, but with the, the Ravens, it, it's going to be interesting because uh, a couple of years ago, uh, Harbaugh elected to, to to rest everybody, and it didn't work out that well. They got they got dusted uh, by Tennessee first round. Derrick Henry ran right through them. They were, they were real flat. But also, on the other hand, he just witnessed uh, what happened with uh, Miami and Bradley Chubb. So you know, I'm I'm sure he's he's looking at that, saying if he keeps his uh, you know, starters in there, you know, important people in there, that uh, that calm is going to hit him, you know, with the injury. So uh, Huntley's capable, but I, I'm going to go with the uh, the Steelers. I I, th- I think it'll be it'll be close though. They'll, they'll they'll still fight, you know, because uh, as Senior has reminded us many times, the Steelers aren't very good. So even the Ravens' backups can hang with the the Steelers. But uh, I'll look for the Steelers to to pull it out. The the big factor with uh with a uh, Rudolph is he looks to Pickens. Uh, even even when it's not there, he looks to Pickens every time. Uh, you know, re- really trying to trying to force it. He knows who his best weapon is. Uh, that's what the other quarterbacks uh, uh, didn't do. So even if it's a terrible pass, he still tries to have to feed him. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, when you got a, I mean, it's a smart thing to do when you have a guy like that. He doesn't need to be open. He doesn't need to be open. You you see, also with the uh, man, he's got a really good chance to come down with it. Yeah, not not that anybody cares about the Jets, but you see also like like Simeon, like every pass is to to Garrett Wilson is uh, you know that at least which is at least makes him you know a little bit more competent than anybody else they have in there. Because your chances, uh, if you throw it to one of the best receivers, your chances are. Yep. A lot better here. Did I read something, John, about OB- – was that a real article? Is it true? <laughs> OBJ got, like, commissioned a yacht, or was that a, a, a joke? No, nah, that's harkening that? uh, nah, back to the, the giant disaster. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, yeah. The on, boat man. party, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a, that didn't actually happen. That was just a joke. It was kind of like – it was like an Onion article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Anything with the onion is a suck. I, mean, yeah. I, I know. I didn't see if it was the onion or not. Yeah. All right. So uh, I am going to reluctantly make it a clean sweep for Pittsburgh. Hold on. Um, <laughs> thanks, senior. Uh, really, really. <laughs> the hate mush doesn't work. Would not be surprised if Baltimore wins this game. Yeah, Huntley's an above-average back. Capable, and they and they're a deep roster. And senior alluded to it earlier. There, there's, there. It is definitely within the realm of outcomes that Rudolph comes out and is horrible. I mean, he, he was horrible in the past. He's been good these games, but it, it is not, not impossible that he comes out and pull, does a Jaron Hall 
sorry, Jaron, but that was ugly. Um, and it's just unplayable and they're out of the game early because of some, some turnovers from him. So, but I think, I think, I think the current pick is to pick Pittsburgh against the Ravens backups. Um, so that's what I'm going to pick now. Houston at Indy. Excellent game. This is winners in loser. Go home, John. Yeah. And the winner, the the winner's definitely in it, and the winner could be be the division if Jacksonville loses. So, so the winner's definitely in, and, yeah, and the loser home. Houston, C.J. Stroud back, very important for them. And Indy's been pretty solid all year. It's really, you know, I think it would be a, an easier pick if the game was in Houston. So I do think they're probably. They're probably the better team with Stroud at quarterback. But with the game being in Indy, eh, it's a real it's a real toss up. John, what do you think? Oh, man, I've been going back and forth on this one all week. And uh, uh, actually, te- Texans uh, get, getting a lot of love as and respect as the better team. Uh, currently a, a one point favorite on the road. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Colts Kavorka there uh, at home. Uh, and, and especially Stroud's been a, a little shaky. Uh, you know, he's been banged up coming back off. You know, he's missing a, you know, missing Dell as weapons. So I, I'm going to go with the Colts in a tight one. As long as uh, Minshaw uh, uh, keeps his magic and not tragic way. He gets, sometimes he gets a little too loose with the turnovers. But I'm going to go with the Colts to pull it out of home, home field. Yeah. So I, I'm going to go the other way, John, and mm-hmm. read just really one reason, which is like the, the, the matchup of Stroud versus the Colts defense. The Colts defense has not been has, has right. been pretty, pretty burnable Agreed. this year. And I, I, I see the game as probably a little bit of a shootout. And in a shootout, I think I would just rather have the, the better quarterback, but I think, I, I think it's a three to seven point game either way that could go either way, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the rookie and the Houston senior. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to put some faith in the other, the other highly drafted rookie by Houston, Will Anderson and that defense to get some pressure on Minshew and maybe force him into a couple of Minshew turnovers that, in a game that's, that looks like such a close game, that could be the deciding factor, whoever wins the turnover battle. And I'm also going to say that Stroud, he's just been such a good story this year that I think he comes up with a clutch performance here. So I'm, I'm going to go with Houston. All right. So, John, you're on Minshew Island. Not yeah. a horrible good, – good, I guess there are worse places to be. All right. Next up. Jacksonville at Tennessee. So, John, I think you already made your pick yeah. here. You're 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 Titans. you're you're going with the Titans. Senior. Yeah, I said Jacksonville. Josh Allen. Again, I'm pointing toward the defense. Josh Allen and that defense gets the job done. They pressure Tannehill. They they slow down Henry enough. I mean, don't let him just run all over you. Obviously, that's the first thing you got to do. And I'll take the Jags in a low-scoring game. I'm thinking that Lawrence is probably going to play, but but not be 100%. So I see it as a low-scoring game, but I'll go with that Jags defense. All right, I'm, I'm with John on this one. So Tennessee is the uh, pass funnel 
defense you can throw on them. They're not they they have a good run defense and with a with a compromised Lawrence, I think that doesn't bode well for this matchup. So I agree, senior. If the Jags win, they're going to have to win with their defense. But I think I think the uh, the veteran trio of Tannehill, Henry, and D Hop have enough pride to get through this performance and make enough plays to win the game. So I'm going Tennessee, which I know is a nightmare for you, senior, because that sets up the Steelers potentially to um, make a play. I love the playoffs way too much to see those turkeys in it. So (laughs) I mean, they've been in, they've been in a number of times recently, senior, they tend to lose early. It'll be one and it'll be one and done. It'll be an ugly one and done. Like that. Remember that was it big, big Ben's big Ben's last season when they snuck in, when, when, when Staley didn't take the tie, I think they played Kansas city, right. In the, in the, in the first round and lost by 30 or 40 points. Yeah. Scenario like that, nice, but I'd rather see him not make it. Uh, and, w- and when they got smoked by Cleveland that year, that was. You guys are loving that. Yeah, yeah I, I think the senior's true fear is he knows the AFC's pretty. No, <laughs> out, no, come outside on. of the Ravens is pretty wide open, where this more the, Steel, the Steelers could be, go on a little uh, run. More oh. than one upset. No way. No way. <laughs> All right. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So in the NFC. We have the Niners. John, the Niners have clinched the number one yeah. seed, correct? Playing, uh, yep, yeah, playing Sam Donald. Uh, Sam Donald versus Carson Wentz. Uh, the meaningless game. Nothing, nothing to see there. Uh, Dallas and Detroit tied, eleven and five. <laughs> uh, eleven and five. Eleven and five each. Um, uh, highway robbery. Tough one. Tough one for the Lions. They're a little um. Questionable, questionable officiating, but that has been dissected so much that we're not going to get into it too much here. But needless to say, a bit of a gift for the Cowboys and a bit of a red flag for the Cowboys with how Big Mike, Mc, Big Mike McCarthy manages the uh, the end of that game. Um, but long story short, the Cowboys with a win against the hapless, we've given up. We're I, I think they're probably the worst team in the league. The Commanders. Um, in Washington, with the win, the Cowboys have the number two seed. Correct, John? Yes, yes, sir. Um, Division and Detroit. Two, yeah. Detroit can get the number two seed if Dallas were to somehow lose to the Commanders and they hold serve at home against Minnesota. Yep. When we yeah. go to the NFC, the NFC South, things get pretty interesting as we have three teams who still have a chance to win the division. That's the Bucks, the Saints, and the Falcons. The Bucks, if the if the if the Bucks are playing the um, record wise worst team in the NFL, but who have no incentive to tank. So the Panthers in Carolina, if Tampa Bay wins that game, they win the division. If Tampa Bay loses that game, the winner of Atlanta New Orleans wins the division. Perfect. Yep. And then, from a wild card perspective, Philadelphia. Philadelphia can still win the East again with a Cowboys loss, and if Philly beats the Giants in New yep. York, yep. Um, if either one of those things does not happen, Philly is locked into the five seed, 
and we'll be going to the winner of the South in round yep. one. Yeah. The Rams, the Rams are locked into the six. Am I right about yeah. that? Yeah, that's why they're playing Carson Wentz. Yeah. Yep. So the Rams are locked into the six, and more than likely, barring at- something, barring something screwy, an awesome first round playoff matchup with yeah. Matt Stafford going to Detroit. Yeah. Uh, and I guess like less, a little bit less, less, um, less impactful, but still cool. Jared Goff playing against playing against the Rams, who we uh, we took to a Super Bowl. And then for the seven seed, things just get a little bit messy. So we might need to right, need to rely on John here. So we have Packers. Green Bay wins. They're in. Packers, Chicago, the Bears can play spoiler games yeah, in Green out. Bay. If Green Bay, if Green Bay wins, they are the seventh seed. Yeah. If Green Bay loses and, and Seattle wins, Seattle can get it. And the Seattle going to the Cardinals. We'll talk about them in a second. Um, no longer a gimme. If they both lose, then the loser of that one of Tampa, Tampa, New Orleans, right, can get in if with a loss, if both Green Bay and Seattle lose. Am I right about that? Uh, uh, Green Bay has the uh, the tiebreak over New Orleans. Is and it they, and Atlanta they lost then, the, and maybe? They, and they lost to Tampa. So, so, yeah, Tampa would Tampa. Yes. New Orleans. No. Got and at, okay. Atlanta, Atlanta, no, because uh, Green Green Bay, oh no, Atlanta would be a yes because Green Green Bay uh, lost to them. And Atlanta does have the tiebreaker over Tampa, I believe. If it Imagine were a three-way tie. I mean, that would be a sad team to see in the playoffs, right? I mean, yeah, I don't fight for them or anything. I just, I think they're terrible. You know, you don't want to see them in the playoffs. The yeah. Falcons. Yeah, it's highly unlikely anyway. But, yeah, I mean, if Tampa loses and Atlanta wins, they got the division. So yeah, they have the tiebreaker. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, that's it. But there's no, there's no path to a wild card for Atlanta. No, and I mean, couldn't lose. I mean, that that would be a huge choke if they lose to Carolina. That'd yeah, be, a, be an even bigger choke than the Steelers losing to the Ravens backups. All yeah. right, so. <laughs> Tampa's not going to lose to Carolina. Nah, seniors jump in the seniors jump in the gun with the predictions here. So let's let's now that we've laid out we've laid out the scenarios. Let's talk about um, what I think is the story of the league the last couple of weeks, and that is the demise of the Philadelphia Eagles. John, in our last episode. You know, I, 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 as as the listeners know, and as you call me out on, I do have a tendency, I have maybe some recency bias, and I, I will, I will make loud proclamations, right? And I, I think I trashed Philly on the last show, and you told me, you know, well, they could still, yada yada, right? They're still going to win the division, yada yada. Yep. Now. I was wrong. You're right. <laughs> oh, I'm no, not saying that you were wrong, not Enjoy in that it. way, but after this performance, you have to. Like you, you have to say that this is a team in shambles because I don't know did if you watched the game, 
but we're we're big Cardinals fans, as you know. Um, and the card, it wasn't as though the Eagles gave that game away. The Cardinals almost gave that game away. The kicks dominated that game from beginning to end. The the Cardinals they onside kick they threw a they had a pick six in in Eagles territory. The Eagles could not stop them at all, at all, at all, at all. The time of possession numbers were absurd, and that Eagles defense, oddly with every everybody's healthy, is has turned into like one of the worst defenses in the NFL. They're awful. And I, I even, I heard today, you know, I forget who exactly I was listening to on the radio, but you know, this is a team that at the skill positions as is better than, than as good or better than anyone in the league, they can go out there in the playoffs and potentially just outscore people and make a Super Bowl. And I just, I just do not see it. I do not see it at all. I think, particularly if it's Tampa who has a pretty potent offense, um, there's a real strong possibility that they're going to go in whoever they play, but particularly if it's Tampa and lose on the road in the first round of the playoffs. And I think they might lose to the giants this week. Now I know that the Dallas, Dallas is playing at the same time. So it's possible Dallas gets up big, yada, yada. But I think just you know the giant. The Giants are playing pretty well with Tyrod, right? I mean, they, you know, they they played a great game last week. Came up just a little bit short. The game's in New York. The Giants could very well win that game. Philly is cooked. They could lose to anybody right now. They're cooked. They're and done. What's, what's especially disturbing about their defense is, you know, when the when you had concerns. Any concerns about the Philly defense before this recent stretch? It was all you always heard about the the back end of the defense, you know, that they could get burned. But now, but they and their front seven was stout, you know, as good as it gets. That's that was Philly's trademark, you know, the offensive line and the defensive front in the trenches. And now they're just getting run on. The Cardinals ran for over 200 yards on them. The Cardinals. Barkley might run for 200 this week. It's uh, Eagles. It's they they become <laughs> awful, just awful. <laughs> you can still throw on them too. Yeah, well, you can always do that. That defense is. I mean, you're going into the playoffs with that defense. How how the mighty have fallen. I mean, they they really are. They're, there's something wrong there. They're awful. well, and offensively, Hurts. I don't think is play. I mean, I think he. Um, it's, I know it's his name, but. You know, he, I, I wonder if after the season stuff's going to come out, he's more hurt than than we know, yeah. because he really hasn't played very well. Especially I mean, hasn't been as mobile as he as he was all season. He has he doesn't seem to have had the speed that he used to have. But. John, are you ready to are you ready to dig their grave? I, I am because of exactly what. Cena yes, said. I, I, I've never seen the uh, I've never seen them get run on like that. Like, like the old reliables, Graham and Cox would always step up and, you know, have a, a front front four. But yeah, I was definitely wrong. I, the they, they, the Cardinals just ran right through them. I've never seen that before. And uh, yeah, I'm the, I'm wondering if the if they go down in the uh, in the first round, I wonder if uh, if the coach might be in trouble. Yeah, well, I, I think that Sirianni. you know you know a year you know, after John, making the Super Bowl, that's crazy. That's crazy. John, 
John Senior, you know where I've seen a supposedly good defense do this before? Ironically, it was against the Eagles a few Super, <laughs> few super Bowls ago. Where, uh, Nick Paul, no, I, now we Nick, know who the common denominator is. I know where you're going with this. We couldn't. The, the Patriots, the Patriots didn't punt and lost to Nick Foles because we couldn't stop the run. We couldn't stop the pass. We couldn't stop the pass to, to fucking Nick Foles, right? The Cardinals didn't punt either, yeah. <laughs> and the common denominator is Matt Patricia. Like, talk about, I mean, what? We've said it right right away, right? And I think, like, anyone anyone who follows football, it's almost, like, like comical. Like, Putting like the epitome of putting out the fire with gasoline is saying our defense needs to improve. Let's get Patricia in there as the defensive <laughs> coordinator. It's, I mean, pre- predictably, they've been the worst defense in the NFL since he took over. It's what, what are you thinking? And if that was Sirianni's call, that is Sirianni's call, right? He deserve he deserves to be fired for that because any kid who plays Madden isn't gonna do that. <laughs> a year after making a Super Bowl, that, that yeah, that's crazy. I mean, he, he might be on the hot seat. No, but, but, uh, but I mean, what what has Patricia done to justify even even having a job? Period. Well, I hate to bring this up, but uh, you know, I sent you, I shared with you guys uh, you know about big uh, expose in the uh, Boston area and. Uh, so supposedly, uh, uh, Bill was upset. Your, your coach was upset that uh, that he wanted to keep Patricia to to run the offense again. He he said that that last year the offense was improving the last few games, and and uh, Mr. Kraft uh, told him no go. Mr. Kraft had to overrule him on that. So that was uh, that was a craziest you know story that came out. So sadly, John, and and this is this is this is really saying something. I think he probably is a better offensive coordinator than <laughs> at this point. As oh, bad man. as the Patriots offense was last year, this Eagles defense is worse. And at least in, with the Pats, there was the excuse of you don't have good personnel. The Eagles defense is loaded. Yeah. I mean, they're completely, what do they go, five, six deep on the offensive, on the defensive line, all all pro type of guys. Sure. These two rookies who are supposed to be, you know, the next Bruce Smith. And they just suck. Big play, Slay. Yeah, he gives up big plays. It's, uh, oh, man. But, I mean, at least with the Pats, it was like, hey, I'm, you know, Jacoby Myers is our best is our best offensive player. Um, here it's like, like some of the best personnel in the league. And Patricia Haslam there, right where he likes to be, 32, 32 <laughs> out of 32. <laughs> oh boy! All right. So I hope. I mean, I know it could be the this week in the NFL jinx, and they're going to turn it around, but I don't think so. Put stick a fork in the Eagles, and I couldn't be happier about it. Yeah, that game convinced me. Uh, I, I didn't believe it until then, but yeah, when, when, seeing uh, Arizona just just run right right up the middle on them. Uh, Michael Michael Carter, uh, Carl, Carl rushing yeah. attack. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and I mean, James Conner's a good player, right? And yeah. the Cardinals are better with Kyler. But, I mean, they just owned them, which is a really, really sad. Like, I mean, I'm not saying the Cardinals aren't good enough to, like, be in that game. But to just dominate them like that is a, is a gigantic red flag. Huge red flag. It looked like the San Francisco offense. Yeah. Uh, you know, James Conner, you know. He's he's moved way up on my chart. You know, I think the world of that guy. He had his two best games of the season against the Steelers and the Eagles. <laughs> he took care of Pennsylvania, baby. Well, I mean, I mean, <laughs> if you're gonna, if you're only, the, Eagles. the Cardinals know how to do it. If you're only gonna win a few games, Dallas, Philly, oh. Pittsburgh. Cool. It's well like, honestly, it's like it's like this week in the NFL said, all right. Here are the here are the, we're gonna circle four for you guys. We know you're getting four. Here are three of them, <laughs> and they, they they delivered. Yep, yep, that's right. They delivered in spades. Great job, Cardinals. Eagles. Eagles. Good night. <laughs> All right, so good let's, night, let's, Pennsylvania. Let's get to get to some predictions here for the uh, for the for the meaningful NFC games. Minnesota at Detroit. I think you really, and I know they, that this came up on the on the telecast, so I don't want it to be like I'm parroting somebody else's take. Um, I said I, I said it very early in the game after about the second drive. I mean, yeah, O'Connell sticking with Hall, just playing him in the first place, I think was pretty stupid for that. I mean, it's a must-win game for for them, basically losing go home. And the kid had played for one quarter the whole season. And I know Mullins is trick or treat, but he did throw for 400 yards and <laughs> have them in the game. The I, know there, game yeah. I know there were four picks there, but like, I mean, he basically O'Connell by playing Hall gave his team no chance to win. And the game he did, he didn't pull, pull him quick enough. By the time he pulled him at halftime, the game was over. So, but, I mean, I, I think he's a pretty good coach, but that was really dumb. And I, I, I'll, I'll never understand it. And, um, our boy, I think it was Collinsworth, was was bringing that up as well, and he he was right. But Minnesota at Detroit, Detroit will be playing for something because they're not going to know the um, outcome, obviously, of the uh, Cowboys game because the Detroit's playing at one and the Cowboys are playing in the four o'clock window. So Lions at home, regardless of who, I, I guess it's probably Mullins at quarterback, right, for the Vikings. Um, I don't think it matters. Lions at home, they hold serve here, um, pretty comfortably pretty comfortably and put the pressure if you want to call it that on the Cowboys senior Roar. We go. they really got shafted last week huh senior yep yep you know I mean we I'm you you know I'm not into complaining about officiating and this was just completely a different scenario than complaining about calls this wasn't a judgment call right I mean this was just a real miss by that referee and his crew where Campbell had briefed them on that. That was their trick play before the game. And when they did it, these guys would go up to him and who he told him who the guy was that was reporting. I mean, how could you screw that up? That's just, oh my God, that's just awful. I guess the, the word is that that whole crew isn't going to work the playoffs now because of that and totally deserved, I mean. Well, that crew had multiple issues. Yeah. They were that and was the same not, crew know, that did. They didn't call the interference on Marquez Valdez Scantling. Yeah, that okay. obvious interference. I, I mean, 
And I'm not going to say that as much about that because it's it's a judgment call, and I know it's a bad judgment call, but it's a judgment call. This is this isn't a judgment call. This is just you weren't prepared enough. You weren't prepared enough. Yeah, yeah. You know, do you do your homework? The guy's telling you before you should be writing it down somewhere. You you're not going to forget that. That's why he's telling you. You know, that's like as uh, okay. I don't talk about it much on the podcast, but one of the things I do, I referee high school basketball. And it's like uh, coach calls a timeout with 10 seconds left in the game, a close game, and the other team shooting a free throw. And uh, the coach says, if they get the rebound, we're going to foul right away. And and you not taking note of that and then not calling the foul quick enough and then calling it intentional because, you know, <laughs> you weren't on the ball and you forced, you forced the kid to do something like that or – or a coach saying, I'm, I'm, we're going to call timeout if if we get the rebound. And they get the rebound and they're yelling timeout and you don't hear them. You know, it's, that's not a judgment call. That's, okay, a coach is doing his job really well telling you that in advance. That's a really good thing for a coach to do. And you should never mess something like that up. That's awful. Like swagoo on uh who I usually like, I like Spears, but he's a cowboy guy, you know? So he said they didn't get shafted. It evened out because they missed a holding call that was obvious earlier. That's completely different. This was the Royal shaft. That two point conversion play went off. It was done that they threw the flag late and everything else. I mean, it was over. The game was over. The lions won the game. It's that was highway robbery. I agree. And I mean, I saw Marcus Spears saying that. I mean, you can't. That's like revisionist. That's revisionist history. I mean, it's the same as. Well, it's. I mean, I guess it's it's worse. But like I see, have you know some Patriots fans talk about holding on the Eli Manning David Tyree play. Ridiculous. Like yeah. I mean, like you you know you, that. But this was like like you said, senior. It's a more of a procedural thing that they just screwed up and yeah, cost the they... team the game. And when and Campbell cost, really cost him the did his seat. job, yeah, Campbell really did his job. I mean, that's that's awful. It's really awful. Like, he's, yeah, if I'm him, I'm so frustrated. Like, what more do I got to do? I told yeah. you. Oh, he I seemed told pretty, you pretty, what we were going to do. What he more seemed, do, you, do I got to do? He seemed pretty frustrated <laughs> in the, yeah. the post game presser. So, John, clean, clean sweep with the Lions. Yeah, and uh, but for the Lions, uh, ho- hopefully, as a, you know, as not a fan of the Cowboys, I-, I hope the Lions take care of business in the first round, and you know Dallas probably should too, and the, and and if it get that rematch in the second round, and and I think that was a big confidence boost for them that that they hung right with Dallas, of, of course should have beat them, but that uh, they they only gave up twenty points to Dallas, and, and you want to talk about calls? One of them was yeah, the great you know ninety yard play to land but if you look at that play closely one of the uh linebackers was was getting right in on uh prescott and uh you know one, one of the dallas linemen uh, put him in a chokehold uh, which wasn't cold of course <laughs> yeah. but but it, bam, you know but but campbell you know moving on and, and not complaining but i think they're going to use that as motivation because that their defense was uh was the very soft uh, you know the couple of weeks leading into this game and then they played very well and, and they and they ran the ball well uh versus dallas uh, so that they hung right with him uh, I think they're going to use that as motivation. We'll get to that, you know. They're a good team, and I mean, we'll, they, we'll get to that in that second round. The, hopefully, yeah. the Detroit's yeah. defense isn't great, but what they do have is a is a, yeah, a stellar, like game-changing pass rusher, and a guy yeah. like that in the playoffs 
strip sack here, big play here. Like, yep. I mean, that's kind of the Chris Star. Jones thing, Star, right? Yeah. There, where those big plays show up more in the playoffs. In the fourth quarter, like, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. So I, 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 I like it. Hopefully, we're not jinxing them. Even if we are, it's probably not a big deal. So um, next up. And I guess we have to pick this one because there is there's potentially meeting Atlanta at New Orleans. Eh, not a not a not a not a great not a great game between two teams that aren't great. So, so New Orleans, New Orleans has a good defense that shows up and they they played a really good game um, against the Bucks last week. Carr is extraordinarily uninspiring to me. I think he sucks and doesn't belong in the playoffs. Um, Atlanta, who the hell knows what you're going to get. I think it's Ritter again, which I think just. Yeah, I think they want know. Heineke here, but uh, yeah. if Heineke's healthy, it'll be him. But... <laughs> so either way, I think I'm just going to take, I'm going to take the New Orleans defense at home against who, whatever horrible quarterback Atlanta is, is going to play this week. And Atlanta's a team to watch next year, though, because you have to think that they're going to go and do something at the quarterback position. New coach, new quarterback, and and they have uh, weapons there. Defense is a it's a team that like even even if it's Russ, right? He is a massive upgrade over over these bums that they've trotted out all season. And outside of the quarterback position, they're they're not a bad they they have a lot of good players yeah, so that, that's a good spot for a new coach uh, you got a good and nice stadium the owners uh the owners good good to go there so that's a good spot for a new, a new coach and i mean the dream for them and i don't think it's going to happen now would be fields if yeah. they can if they could get fields from chicago if you put fields Fields and Bijan Robinson and Tyler Algier in the backfield and then there's Pitts in London i mean that is a loaded a, lo- a loaded run first, but can still hit you with the big play offense. Um, but I think this year has proven that Ritter isn't the answer. Awful, horrible play, horrible quarterback. Senior, who do you like? Yeah, it's kind of, uh, honestly, it's a hard game to pick. It's like a flip a coin a game. You don't know what you get from these teams. You're probably not going to get a lot of points. Um, impossible game to pick. I don't like either team, so I'll just go. I'll just go with the home team. Right. I'll take and, the Saints. And John, yeah. clean sweep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we're putting a mush on the on the Saints, I guess. But uh, for the exact reasons you guys said, home home field and uh, Saints defense. Uh, but let's hope that uh, that Tampa takes care of business. Uh, so, they should. They really should. Yeah. Oh, well, that's our next game to pick, guys. So we can talk yeah. about it right now. Tampa Bay at Carolina, also at one o'clock. Um, Tampa coming off. I mean, it was a, I don't want to say a letdown. I mean, they just, they, they really just didn't play well against the saints. They, they turned it on a little bit at the end and, and made it somewhat interesting, but it was a, um, they came out flat. It, it was, it was a bad performance. No one, no other way to say it at home. Um, you can't lose that game, but the scheduling gods were nice to them with this game against the Panthers, the Panthers, have a have a decent pass defense, which could keep them in this game. Uh, their offense has been, and Bryce Young specifically, really, really unwatchable, bad, awful. Got shut out by the Jaguars last week. Um, I, I, 
I really like Tampa. With that said, I have a I have a funny feeling about this game. I think it's at the I think it's going to be close at the very least. I think Carolina might pull the upset, which I hate saying. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna trep with trepidation pick the Bucks, but kind of a similar pick to the Steelers, where it wouldn't surprise me at all if the underdog wins here. And I know this one probably, would probably be even more surprising than the Steelers, but this is Carolina's Super Bowl. It's been a shit season. Their owners throwing freaking soft drinks on the crowd in Jacksonville. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, they, you would think that, that they're going to, they're, they're going to be up for this one with a chance to knock out a division rival. So I'll take Tampa, but again, circle this one as, too close for comfort john yeah i'm i'm, I'm exactly with you i uh, i think tampa's gonna pull it up but for, for three quarters it's gonna be uh close there and they, they they pulled they laid an egg uh the panthers they, they were hanging in all, all these games up up until uh last week uh, the, that jackson game I, I think they're gonna show a little fight like you said and but the same thing uh tampa will come through there and they learned their lesson last week uh you know flat performance and uh, they'll take care of business and, and take the division. Now, I really, now I really think Tampa's a decent team. You know, you look at the teams in that division. I think they're the best team. Clearly, that you know they're the team that deserves to go to the playoffs. And if I'm right about that, they don't lose to Carolina with everything on the line. So I'll go with the Bucks on the basis of they're just they're just a, a decent team and. A decent team isn't going to lose a huge game to Carolina. So, Bucks. Well said, senior. That's and a that owner, sound you know, logic. You're talking, you're talking about that owner throwing the drink. You know, we talk about worst quarterback. With that guy's got to be like the the worst owner in football, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Well, man. now now that Snyder's gone, and we know he's the reason that they drafted Bryce Young. And one of the first things he got did when he got there was getting rid of Christian McCaffrey and. This guy's been, you know, what is it, six coaches in five years or something? It's a, Traded the number one pick. Uh, the, yeah. the, the, Bears yeah, took a, yeah. the Bears took advantage of him. Yeah, so he's a disaster. Yeah. When you get fleeced like that by the Bears, there's really – it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty ugly, pretty ugly, right? <laughs> uh, all right, speaking of the Bears, Chicago at Green Bay. Um, this is one of the games of the day, in my opinion. Chicago – playing really well lately fields specifically seems to have have turned a corner and you know there, there's a clutch thing with him and not not even so much about the games but just about his play um you know there's got to be some pressure there right because i mean they 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 have the number one pick it's been clear they were going to have the number one pick for um for a while now and he has really upped his play um at the at the to make this a really difficult decision for them and i mean you heard the the bears fans last week chanting for chanting for fields he played he played a fantastic game again they they beat the shit out of atlanta 37 to 17 um they get a green bay team in green bay who's been up and down but who i mean jordan love played the game of his life as senior well knows last week against <laughs> against against Green Bay he he was fantastic in that game um they looked like a well-oiled machine so 
you know, even though one's seven and nine and one's eight and eight and the Bears aren't the Bears are out of the playoffs no matter what. Like this has a this feeling to me of Lions Packers last year. It's a very similar situation, right? Where the Lions knew they were out and the Packers needed to win to get in. And the Lions won that game and have carried that momentum into this season. And I think the same thing happens here. I think I think the Bears are a team on on the on the come up. I think Fields is a quarterback on the come up. I think he cements he cements it this week against a very burnable Green Bay defense that he is Chicago's quarterback of the future. And they should either take Marvin Harrison or trade that pick. So I'm going to go with the Bears going into Lambeau, finishing the season strong and sending Jordan Love and the Packers home. The only way it would be sweeter is if Aaron Rodgers was still there. John. I'm with you. I'm with yes. You. I'm with you on the Bears. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, you stole my thunder with the uh, the Lions comparison and uh, looking. And uh, the last three years, uh, it, it'll be interesting though. Jordan Love can uh, can change the mojo of Green Bay because the last three years, their seasons ended at home. Last year to the Lions, and then uh, the year before was the uh, the 49ers in the playoffs, and and the year before that was uh, Tampa in the playoffs. And I was with the uh, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Uh, you know, one of the, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, uh, so uh, so love can uh, change the, uh, the the mojo there that the Packers. But I think it's going to be similar to last year where where, where Detroit played the spoiler. Definitely, uh, I agree with the a lot of things you're saying, and it'll be interesting what the Bears uh, do. Everybody's saying they should take uh, you know Caleb and 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 reset the uh, the quarterback salary, but uh, but like you said, uh, if they if they could trade it and get uh you know get one of those stud receivers, Harrison or Neighbors. Get themselves an ed- edge rusher to pair with Montez Sweat and, uh, and 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 boost up that defense and get an offensive lineman. And uh, now we're cooking with gas. Uh, even even with Fields, they'll, they'll be ready to contend next year. If they, they could get themselves, uh, you know, three top picks, they already got two of this, so they could trade down and and, and get another top pick. So we'll see. I mean, I'm going with the Bears. Mm-hmm. I'm firmly on the side of keeping Fields. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I know you're going to have to pay him. I get, I get the rookie quarterback thing. There's there. You only have like like you don't want to be in like this perpetual rebuild, right? Yeah. Which is what a lot of teams find themselves in. They're built to be competitive now. And you know what you have with Fields, right? Yeah. If you if you trade him and if you look this week, I mean um I forget was it it wasn't Rappaport, it was um maybe Jeremy Fowler. Said, you know, like an NFL insider said the market for fields because you're going to have to pay him. You're going to get a second or a third second, a second round pick for him, which is not that much. Right. So you're really banking on Williams or whichever rookie quarterback you're going to take being good right away, which if this year shows you anything is at best a coin flip. Right. It's a disaster for the Bears. If they trade fields, they have a roster built to win now. And then this kid comes in and plays like Bryce Young <laughs> this year. Right. Or, or, or if he's uh, injury prone, he doesn't know how to avoid the hits like Richardson, uh, who, who played like two games and that had like uh, eight concussions in two games. You know, he doesn't, you know, great yeah. talent, but he doesn't know how to avoid the uh, the hits. So. And also there's a, there's a lot of things uh, you can see. Uh, Caleb's got got the, a lot of OBJ in him. He wants uh, you know ownership in a team. He wants uh, you know private yachts and all that. He's 
he well, wants to become a he wants to become a brand. So you know, instead of it was pretty clear um, yeah. that his teammates at USC in that bowl game that he didn't play. I don't know yeah, if you saw that. The they, they, yeah, oh the yeah, but the up. teammates were mic'd up on, yeah. and they they caught them on the mic saying. You know, we're a team now. We're a team now, which yeah, felt yeah. like like an obvious red, shot. Red flag, yeah. <laughs> well, and also, also the backup lit it up like that. So maybe it was, uh, you know, he he was helped by uh by his coach and the system there. So, yeah. And the kid's really talented. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but like in a league where quarter like it's such a crapshoot at quarterback, Fields isn't the best quarterback in the league, but he's he's good enough to win with with a good roster around him. And you might get a King's ransom for that pick. Look what you got for the Bryce Young pick. Like, I mean this pick like like, like Caleb is a much more highly sought after prospect than Young. You could get a lot for that pick and really surround Fields with talent. And I mean like if Caleb Williams came in and, and played exactly like Justin Fields did this year, you would call it a success. Right. Yeah. And um, yeah. And there's no guarantee that happened. So I'm firmly and then Fields is a real likable kid and you can tell he's a good leader. And I, I'm firmly in the camp of keep him. Sorry, senior. We left you hanging here for a while, but bears at green Bay, you know, the, the, the bears senior were your, were your, um, you know, you you would you would take shots at the Bears a lot, and you stopped doing yeah. that. Two year, two yard. Yeah, but taking shots at the Bears was one thing. But I one thing I was always consistent about. I always liked Fields right from right from coming out of college. So my, I agree with everything you're saying. That I think that that would be the wise way to go. From my fandom, I would love to see Justin Fields come to New England. <laughs> rather than us drafting a quarterback why not yeah. and if we could get him for a second i mean i, I even if, even your second and your third if the pats could have fields and still have their first round pick you could be starting to fix that offense you know on getting on the right track of fixing the offense and the pats already have the defense so that's that's my feeling on that but if i were the bears i wouldn't i i definitely would trade the pick yeah, everything you can for that pick. It's super valuable. Put it out there to the highest bidder, you know, and you've got Justin Fields and everything you said, you said, Justin Fields, you know what you have, you do, and you know, he can play in this league and, and play effectively. And guess what? I don't think, I still don't think we've seen the best of him. I think well, there's, that's true. there's upside I think there he's for in, sure. I think he's improving and he's still going to get better. Okay. All that being said, I guess I'll get back to picking the game, right? Um, I don't want to, I'm, I, I, I'm not trying to jinx them. I'm just not going to change my pick because you guys both picked them. I, I like the bears in this game oh boy. and oh boy. I think it's going to be a really good game though. I mean, love's playing out of his mind. He's playing really well. It's in green Bay. They, they should, obviously they're going to be sky high for the game. It's to make the playoffs, but they're also going to feel pressure and the bears are rolling too. I mean, their, their defense is playing better and better all the time. The, that was, you know, what we said, they fleeced Carolina. That was another great personnel move, getting Montez Sweat at the trade deadline. And that defense. Yeah, and that, that one was, was was derided a little bit. Like, what are you guys doing giving up? Because they traded a second-round pick for him. Yeah. And well, it was the year before that they, last year, they traded the second-round pick for, for Chase Claypool, which yeah. I think was still in, in the minds of, of some folks. Yeah. But this this is obviously 
worked this out. Guy's worked. A, this guy, uh, he's a, it's, this is an elite, an elite player at his, at a very important position. He raises havoc out there. So yeah, I like the bears. I like the bears. As you said, it would be even sweeter if it was Rogers. Cause I have no, no disdain for love or anything. And I, I like the way the kids play, and I think it's going to be a hell of a game. This could be game of the week. We all we're all talking about the Miami Buffalo game, but this game could this game could be a great game in Green Bay. But I I like the Bears to win it definitely, and you know go go rolling into next season. Our guy Tim, you got a lot to feel optimistic about, and I I hope if I were you, I'd really if I were Tim, I'd really be hoping that they keep Justin. And just keep getting better around them. Don't take that, oh, reset the salary cap thing and get another quarterback. You just can't, you know. I think that's that's not the right mentality when you have a guy that you know can play and has all those intangibles. He's a great kid. Man, I wouldn't let that kid go. No way in the world. That was a huge, huge whiff by the by the Jets, really. <laughs> Taking Zach Wilson when the obvious pick early on was was him and somehow some somewhere along the way Wilson passed them up I and Trey know. Lance yeah and Lance these two teams both whiffed I mean Frisco made up for it by getting Mr. Irrelevant you know with a lucky break there but yeah well, and the, and the bets mean, the, well the Jets have Rodgers now because so. all going in and you know when the, when the college playoff ended like at this time of the year you know, sometimes the the that whole draft that whole draft thing and Kuiper and all these guys it all changes between this time of the year and the draft in a short period of time. But at this time of the year, that year, Fields was clearly the number two behind the can't miss guy Lawrence, and somehow Zach frickin' Wilson passed that kid up, and that's pretty sad. The Bears, we're all on the Bears, and the nice thing is, Tim and um, the other Bears fans, is that even if we do jinx them, we're not costing them a playoff spot or anything. It's just you should be happy that this this week in the NFL are such big supporters of 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 the Bears. All right, yeah, that's right. No matter what happens in this game, the Bears are going to be a team on the uh, on the upswing next season, and one of the, a real exciting team going into the season. And there's 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 two games left. We have. Oh, well, I guess three. Seattle at Arizona would have meaning, right? If the Bears win, um, I like the Cardinals. <laughs> I don't want to be the upset guy, but I think the Cardinals are playing better than the Seahawks right now. I just, I, I legitimately with Murray, I think they're a better team than Seattle. Seattle's defense sucks, and I don't think, and I think that you could get a. It's almost a carbon copy of what they did to the Eagles. So I'll take the Cardinals here. Senior. Yeah, if you go by what's been going on lately, definitely the, the Cardinals look better. The Seahawks are stumbling. Yeah, I just got a feeling that the Seahawks, the Seahawks pull this thing out. Are they going to know if they have a chance when the game is played? Like, is it possible they're eliminated before kickoff? No, no, they did. They're playing at the same time. Same time, yeah. Same time. Four, yeah. Four, they, they, four they, they the, the NFL, to their credit, did a good job of this this year. Where yeah, I think, I think Pete promote, prepares them well with the game where this, you know, they have a chance to get in the playoffs. I know I like the way the Cardinals have been playing, but you got to qualify last week's game with the fact that it was against the Eagles. 
Seattle, Seattle isn't in Pennsylvania. I'm, I'm going to pick the Seahawks. And, I, and I'm, I'm not that sure of it. Kind of with trepidation, as you said, about a lot of your picks. But I'll go with the Seahawks to, to pull it, it up. It, so it surprises me, Senior. The Seahawks, the Seahawks fueled Rudolph's sleigh. <laughs> yeah, in Seattle, they gave up 30 to, to Rudolph. Rudolph, yeah, Rudolph the played The Seahawks, really that, well. that was the Steelers' best offensive performance in five years. Yeah. Hey, maybe uh, but maybe James Connor and the boys rush for another two hundred. There you go, and, and revenge week. game, revenge Legion game for James Connor. I forgot, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. It's not. That would be against no. the Steelers. And John, Seattle John, who do you got here? Uh, I'll go with Seattle. All right, just I'm on just more, more of a hunch. Uh, yeah, if you based on last week's performance, uh, they, it's definitely I can't blame you for going Connors, but I think just Seattle. Going to give a last gasp, uh, especially if they see on that scoreboard that, you know, the Bears are, uh, are hanging in. They got a chance to win the game. So. All right. I am uh, Kyler Island, and that's fine. I'll let Ryder know. He'll be excited. All right. And then the the next two, I want to, I want to, I, uh, we're, we're probably all going to pick Philly and Dallas. If you guys please jump in if, if, if you're not. But I want to run a scenario by you. This I'm is picking this, the Giants. Oh my jump in. Okay, good. So the scenario here's the, this is if this week in the NFL had to script this, this is what I want. I want Washington to beat Dallas, have the game end, and then have Tyrod Taylor lead a game-winning drive <laughs> on the, to, on to take to take the, on Patricia mm-hmm. and the Eagles, so the, the Eagles boy. still don't win the division. That would be that would be the ultimate. That would there's, be the ultimate. But there's, there's no way I to command the Tyrod one. The, the, no, I don't. I, I have. I don't think but the, the Commanders. I don't think the Commanders can beat the Cowboys. Yeah. The way that def- the, the Commanders' defense right now might be. Might be as bad as there's been in the history of the NFL. Well, and I mean, the Cowboys just lit them up bad. You just expect it again. The commanders, the commanders have quit. So seniors on record picking the Giants. I, um, I, I don't like the game. Philly might know that the game doesn't mean anything by halftime if Dallas is way ahead. So it's a funky one like that. Um, but I'm not predicting it, but that's what I hope happens. And I don't know if we picked Buffalo, Miami. So, senior, you picked Buffalo. John, I don't. Buff- I think Buffalo, Buffalo. All right, I'll pick Miami at home for the reasons that we talked about earlier. All right, guys, week 18. A lot, like I mean, we we went through more than half the schedule there, picking uh picking games because they all had meeting. That is not not normal for week 18 and we didn't talk about either some of the bigger stories in football specifically the joe flacco story what a what a what a great story that is he has that team humming uh that he's not even going to play this week he gets the <laughs> rest <amazing. laughs> yeah. who, who would have called that that's amazing that's yeah, awesome it really is that's an awesome story right it's been fun to watch very very yeah, fun really. Real and, happy for him. And the other story, I mean, we only talked about them in context of the Steelers game, but is Baltimore back to back 
just crushing San Francisco and Miami back to back and really, really kind of putting a stamp, at least in my mind, as at least going into the playoffs. And I know I think I believe like like from a gambling perspective, they're still not the favorite. I think San Francisco is. But like from the eye test perspective, right, Lamar locks up the MVP. I think you can say this has been the best this for the regular season. This was the best team in football. And now Lamar gets a chance to right some of his previous playoff wrongs or the narrative becomes a bit worse if they if they if they go out early in the playoffs again and he doesn't play well. Um, that label is going to really start sticking to him as, you know, regular season Lamar can't get it done in the playoffs. So real, real interesting there. And then San Francisco um, with a bounce back, I guess, after the after the bad loss to the Ravens, but they played the commanders Purdy played fine so they look okay going in McCaffrey unfortunately though has a bad calf isn't going to play this week you have to hope he's you know they have that then the bye you have to hope he ends out okay I mean that that would be a massive massive loss for them if he's in any way compromised but I've heard a lot of people and I just want you guys' thoughts I know we're running a little over here but I've heard a lot of the the talk now is tough to see it being anything but Baltimore and San Francisco. And I agree to a point. I think, I think like they, they've established themselves as the two favorites, but I don't really trust either of them. And I, and, and I think there's a lot of teams this year, like, like Dallas and Buffalo are the two teams that really come to mind where on, they can beat anybody, but they can, definitely lose to anybody too and i think there's a lot of that this year where you know yeah it could end out being san francisco and baltimore but would it totally shock you if it's cleveland and the lions or something like that like the rams like like something like that where you have one of these other teams get hot i mean flacco is the one that really sticks out to me because he's done it before and he is definitely in that zone and they have that kind of like defense that's kind of similar to like that Ravens defense from uh from back in the day and they do not have a difficult I mean as far as having to go on the road in the first round right they're gonna go they're gonna be favored over whoever it is right whether it's Indy Houston or Jacksonville um Cleveland should win that game and and Cleveland beat uh Baltimore in Baltimore even though it was with uh, Deshaun so uh, yeah, they, they match up real well to him. And the other they, game against they Baltimore, hat on that. Yeah. the other game against Baltimore with Cleveland, they got crushed. But you can throw it out. That's the game that DTR had to start yeah. when he found out 30 minutes before the game yep. that you know that um, Iron Man Deshaun Watson couldn't go. And um, so I mean they can hang with them, and that's the I mean that's the kind of team that could give them trouble. And I mean. Them going into Kansas City, I I mean, I, I don't like the Chiefs' chances against that defense. It's just a, it's just a very interesting year. Yeah, I'm with you. It's it's totally it, – it's like almost too obvious that, you know, to, to just, that, that it's going to be Ravens 49ers. You think one might have a misstep. Like even like a, 
like the Rams, uh, they're familiar with the, the 49ers. If, if they run up against the 49ers, the way the, the, way the Rams, uh, you know, offense, McVay is definitely a, a dangerous coach. You know, you know, they played them a lot, knows his opponent, even though Shannon usually gets the better then. But then that, that could be like a, a dark horse right there. Oh, uh, definitely. Many... And in Buffalo, if they were to get in as a wild card. Yeah. I mean, they're like they're certainly capable of going into Baltimore and winning, right? Early. Yep. And when you think of it, this this season has been that way too. You know, we've we've talked about how hard the league has been to pick. It's like every time you think you have it, everybody thinks they have it figured out. It doesn't go that way. So that I don't know who to pick, but that's that just kind of makes me think that you're not going to get the Baltimore San Francisco Super Bowl. That one of them is going to get bit. I just, you just feel it. You just feel like that's going to happen. Completely agree, senior. Completely agree. And it's going to be really interesting to see how it goes. So we will be back next week with with our playoff preview spectacular, where we'll um we'll break it down and we'll give you our our Super Bowl picks as well. Um, we are here on the North South Connection Podcast Network, where there's a bunch of other great content. I do one other show. It's called Talking Docs. We just dropped a new episode where we took a look at Blackfish, which is a, a documentary about Tilikum, the killer whale at SeaWorld. It was a, um, you know, not a, not exactly a feel-good story, but definitely interesting. So check that out if you're into that. John, you got anything to uh, anything to mention? Oh no, sir. The, the, definitely. Uh, I'm into a documentary. Definitely check that out. Thank you, John. And senior. Anything? I know. I know you don't have any other shows, but I know every so often you'll have a parting shot or something you like to get out before the show ends. No, no, I'm all good. I'm all good. I'm ready for the playoffs. All right. So th- thanks for joining us. For Mr. Damato and for Cowboy Senior, I have one more thing to say before uh, before we hit the road here. Senior, you can say it with me, John, if you know what it's going to be. One, two, three. Eagles! Eagles. <laughs> All right. So enjoy the games, guys, and we will uh, we will we will be back for you next week.